Blog Talk Radio. WTNS, Woman, the Nurturing Spirit. As we prepare for our life sentence, I want to share our Love Corps conversation with all our new listeners. So I will be sharing our fourth conversation to prepare for our roundtable that we'll, we'll, we will record live um, next Tuesday. And I will send that information out to everyone prior with all the details. What I'd like to do is to share um, some information to prepare us for that. I'd like to share a story, a message call, Do We Have As Much Sense As the Goose? In the spring, when you see geese heading north for the summer, flying along in a V formation, you might be interested in knowing that what scientists have discovered about why they fly that way. It has been learned that as each bird flaps its wings, it creates an uplift for the bird immediately following. And by flying in a V formation, the whole flock adds at least 70% greater flying range than when each bird flew on its own. Basic truth number one. In our narrative, People who share a common direction and sense of community can get where they are going quicker and easier for they are traveling on the thrust of one another. Whenever a goose falls out of formation, it suddenly feels the drag and resistance of trying or trying to go it alone and quickly gets back into formation to take advantage of the lifting power of the bird immediately in front. And you heard me struggling with the word trying. Um, We will talk another time about why certain words, when you speak them, they kind of water down what you want to say. So rather than say that the bird was trying to fly alone, the bird was flying alone, okay? So basic truth number two. When having as much sense as a goose, we will stay in the formation with those who are headed in the same direction as we are. And so for our love conversation, I want to call the victory. We want to all have victory in loving ourselves and in keeping love present. So when the lead goose gets tired, 
he or she rotates back in the wing, and another goose flies point. So basic truth number three, it pays to take turns doing, doing hard jobs and sharing the lead. The geese honk from behind to encourage those in front to keep up their speed. Basic truth number four. We need to be careful what we say when we honk from behind. Speaking in love. Keeping love present. When a goose gets sick or is wounded and goes down, two geese fall out of the victory formation and follow the bird down to help and protect. They stay with the bird until it is either able to fly or is dead, and then they launch out on their own or with another V victory formation to catch up with the group. Final truth, when we have the sense of a goose, we will stand by each other in the same way, in victory formation although hopefully, prayerfully, our wounded will be able to fly again. And so I read that because I want those who have already been following our conversation in the Love Court with the I Love Myself Retreat, Keep Love Present, and now the Life Sentence Conversation, I want all of us to be on the same page. There are so many new listeners now, and so what I thought we would do is Spend time listening to the number four conversation, the love court conversation, so that everyone would be on the same page, hear the same information. So when we go into our conversation next Tuesday, we would all be able to participate and feel like we're all flying in the same victory formation. So what I like to do is just to... um, play this little celebration music and go right into our conversation, our love chord conversation number four. to begin love court number four going over some of the questions that were asked in the love court again i want to thank everyone who has been listening our our followers our participants and i am sure you will enjoy this conversation i'm going to be listening to it with you and um here we are here we go love talk radio
Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is WTNS, Woman the Nurturing Spirit. Welcome to our Love Court series. It is my belief that you are here again in Love Court for being arrested for loving yourself. This is our fourth Love Court conversation. You have already been asked nine questions to defend your love for yourself. Today, you will be given three more questions here at the Love Court. The only place where being guilty frees you. Before we begin, anyone with questions and comments, please call us at one three four seven nine four five six seven eight nine. We will continue to gather facts that prove you are guilty. Again, this is about physical love, mental love, emotional love, soul and spiritual love. So again, gather your defense, your facts, your truth, and we will begin love court in a moment. Again to Love Court. I am Lady J, and I call to the stand you, your own uniqueness, the man or the woman in the mirror, the one and only, the one of a kind you. Mirror, mirror, can I see love's reflection within me? Question number 10. Are you a mirror of love? A mirror is a unique piece of furnishing. It seems to reflect what is placed before it. Depending on its type and design, its nature, we may see perfection or distortion. There are also things in nature and in life that I believe behave as a mirror and a reflection. It shows us shadows, forms, and shapes, and even our spirit, soul, and body are mirror types, reflecting the image of what controls us, be it God, our environment, and the people in our lives. We reflect and mirror who and what is around us or in us. And unlike a natural man-made mirror, a mirror of love gives a self-reflection of reality. And based on the degree of love we have for ourselves, this mirror of love may give us parts, pieces, and riddle types of knowledge and information. This may be difficult to accept when we have the know-it-all way of being, 
When did it become so important to know it all anyway? People and things are constantly changing. What you and I may need to know today is short-lived tomorrow. Anyway, stay teachable. It is empowering and rewarding. As a growing creation, we change moment to moment. And this change in movement often signifies life. When we search for a reflection or use a mirror, we are looking to determine the need to accept change or not accept change. Mirror, mirror, can I see love's reflection within me? Years ago, Michael Jackson wrote a song, Man in the Mirror. Let me share some of the words. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. And no message could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and then make a change. Verses 1 and 2. I've been a victim of a selfish kind of love. It's time that I realize that there are some with no home, not a nickel to loan. Could it be really me pretending that they're not alone? A willow deeply scarred, somebody's broken heart, and a washed-out dream. They follow the pattern of the wind, you see, because they got no place to be. That's why I'm starting with me. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways, and no message could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and then make a change. Think about it. How many times do we ask ourselves, why am I going through what I'm going through? So many people say things like, I'm such a jerk magnet, or I seem to only attract the nuts in my life, or is there a sign on my forehead that says I'm into crazy, drama, abuse, rejection, and so on. Remember living singles when the character Pam talked about attracting guys with gold teeth and crazy lines? This may be very hard to hear. I believe we attract who we are. And I know how unbelievable this sounds. I think about all the people I have attracted to my life, and it took me years to comprehend the idea that they all had something about them that I was and am. We often want to hold on to the great, the successful, and those who make our lives wonderful. I believe that those who push us to love unconditionally and cause us to forgive continuously and inspire us to succeed in spite of are just as valuable and important. It continues to amaze me when we go into a room full of people we often seem to gravitate toward and attract to us certain kinds or types of people. 
especially in a male and female relationship. Why him? Why her? Why them? So again, my question is, look into the mirror of your life, the people, the energy, the circumstances. Look into your inner mirror of love and let your intuitive spiritual eyes see what you need and know that you can be blessed by everything and everyone. And ask yourself, am I a mirror of love? I'd like to share with you a poem I found called Innocent Mirror by Maureen Mujib. Look into your mirror and tell me what you see. Is it really you or someone you cannot be? Don't look at someone else's mirror and tell them who they should be. Looking in their mirror will not change what your mirror sees. When you look into your mirror, are you sure you see yourself as you gaze into your eyes? Are you sure your eyes aren't reflecting someone else? It's not the mirror's fault that it reflects someone else. How do you expect the mirror to reflect you when you don't know who you are yourself? What change can you and I make? I say today choose to be a mirror of love. I am a mirror of love, reflecting all relationships in my life to live my purpose. Neither my past nor my future is where I live. I live in my today. I live in my now. Looking into my mirror, my mirror of love, this space, this experience, this conversation, and this process are for my purpose. My purpose is like a bright light and fire that is framed and fueled only by love. Another way to say it is, my spirit and soul is chosen and chiseled into a purposeful reflection. I am a light that illuminates and mirrors love. It is clear that who I am attracts what directs me towards my destiny. When I reject the process of love, I attract and mirror confusion, distortion, and often an energy of self-illusion. No longer am I hidden. I must see the lie. I must not be lost in emptiness, L-I-E. I am love. I am authentic. I am a reflection of love. Mirror, mirror, let me see who it is I really be. This is another way of looking at mirror. Once I have decided to be a mirror of love, I become a reflection of what and whom I have attracted. This is about those we attract to us. I believe the people, the energy, the circumstances we attract to us are the mirrors used to tell us 
who we are being at that moment. Begin today. Begin right this moment now. See those around you. See the circumstances you are in. And see the energy that's in you reflect the authentic mirror of love you are. healthy relationship with money? This money conversation is not about savings. It's not about assets and liabilities and income and investments and debt reduction. This is about having a relationship with your money. Let's talk about what money is. One source says money is a current medium of exchange in the form of coins and banknotes or dollar bills. Some of the synonyms for money are cash, dough, currency, purse. Money is an object or record that is generally accepted as payment for goods and services and sometimes repayment of debts in a given country or economy. Bottom line, Money is a medium of exchange. Yet, what is the conception of a medium of exchange in language? Without language, I'm saying the exchange of something is difficult and often impossible, meaning without money, the production and exchange of goods and services are also difficult and sometimes impossible. I mean saying offer me money, I will accept it. Why? I know that I can exchange it for what I want whenever I want it. Most people do not spend time wondering what money is. Their major concern is how much they have and how to get more. Usually the question of what money is arises when? Only when money ceases to function properly. Why is money necessary anyway? We as human beings must exchange to live together where? In peace and in order to prosper. So look around you. I know that the discovery of the idea of money has proven to be pretty important, and especially to me. So that being said, the idea of money makes it not a physical entity. So how can money be a physical entity? Hmm especially today when we do most of our exchange electronically. I say it becomes a physical entity when we match it to the goods and services we can experience with our senses, especially when we use our sight. And when do we start having this relationship with money? 
It's usually in our childhood. And how do some children and how do some of us learn to manage money? Well, some at school, some watching TV, some from friends, some from watching our parents, and even by our own not-so-good, wise decisions is how we've learned to manage money. Most of us learn from a combination of all of these. And as with every other aspect of education, with the right information and commitment, parents and others can make a big difference in preparing children for a healthy relationship with money. And now our I love me question. What is your relationship with money? I know I love myself when my relationship with money is healthy. Have you ever thought to yourself, I just need more money. My life would be so much easier and less worrisome. Are you someone who tends to think this way? Until you then suddenly amass some wealth and the opposite what happens. What happens? Life gets harder and more stressful. Why? Your stock portfolio does extremely well. You now have this small fortune. You begin to invest more and more, and you invest and risk so much money, you find yourself obsessing over every little up and down. For instance, say you wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning, and then you agonize and over your stock already. You go to work, and then again you monitor your stocks again at lunchtime. Your mood really fluctuated depending on the market. When the NASDAQ is up, you're cheerful and happy and all right. And it tanks. When it tanks, then your mood is not so great. You make a good amount of money, yet money is also making your life miserable. Again, why? Looking back, you realize your unhappiness and increased stress have to do with your unhealthy relationship with money. Relating to money is every bit as important as relating to the people you care about, especially yourself. You need to spend time and effort to understand its implications and to find the proper place for it in your life. When you are not careful, money can have a negative effect on your psyche, and consume your mind and soul. Think of money as your companion, a companion that you must get along with for the rest of your life. Like any good relationship, you need to nurture it and establish the proper mindset and attitude about it. And there are certain things you can't take for granted. An important key is what type of money person might you be? A step. Well, everyone, we're going to be ending our show. I just wanted to, to have some thoughts about what kind of questions we're asking in our love court. And so I would like to end this conversation today and tell you to go to to my talk, to Block Talk Radio, Woman, the Nurturing Spirit, and listen to some of the archived messages that have already been 
um, that has already been recorded. And um, for those who are already on my email list, and for those who are already um, have befriended me on Facebook, you can always go and listen to any of the archive um, shows anytime you want to. I would really recommend and strongly suggest for those who want to participate, for those who are participating, first of all, and for those who want to listen to and be a part of our um, roundtable conversation next Tuesday, please listen to um, our Love Court conversations. Listen to one, two, three, and four so you can be brought up to date as we begin our conversation. I look forward to next Tuesday to our Love Court conversation. Um, thank you again for being part of Woman of the Nurturing Spirit. This is Lady J. Have a wonderful week.